The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's March 9th. It's 5.32 and I have some groundbreaking news, Steph. Groundbreaking news at 5.32 in the morning. Tell me, what is it? Oh, yeah. I think I found the most underrated dish in the region. Underrated. So yeah, it's but, delicious? Uh, oh, it's so good. Had it last night, hashtag no free ad. So you're going to have to text in or call <laughs> if you want to know where I got it. 780-791-1037. But it was, it was a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was of Indian descent. It was kind of like, I don't think it was butter chicken, but maybe like chicken masala. Okay. Something along those regions. And then it had spinach and then maybe some sort of cheese in there. And then uh, some exotic cheese. And then like maybe some like peppers or something. Interesting. And it was in between two garlic naan. Oh, my. And it w- the naan was just so fresh. You are speaking my language. Oh, and it wasn't it wasn't overpacked. So it wasn't like overwhelming. Like the ratio from naan to substance in between to naan on the bottom was so darn good. I thought about just ordering a second sandwich. Like it wow. was that good. Can I ask, how did the content stay inside the nan? Was it rolled up or? It was all just one layer and it wasn't overpacked. So you, it wasn't just sloppy and going everywhere. Okay. And so it, it held in between very well and the taste was just out of this world. All right. No free ads. Hashtag I'm texting in to find out where you got this. <laughs> the month of spring has arrived and nothing is safe from my scrub brush. Yeah, you're just cleaning your whole place. You're mopping under your floor seven times until the water's clean. What's next? Uh, well, I looked at my shower curtain yesterday and I thought, you know, I could probably uh, get thrown in the washer for a little spin. <laughs> and uh, so I took it down and I've only ever washed it once before and it lost about six inches of length the last time oh. I washed it. It just shrunk. Sounds and like you just need a new one. Well, this is the thing though. I bought it at Simon's on sale in... Edmonton and it was $30 but oh. it's regular 60 and I did like you know kind of explore that option uh, what does this shower curtain do exactly what does it do when you can buy one at the dollar store it just looks nice yeah um so when I went back to Simon's and thought oh I could probably handle another $30 to have the shower curtain hit the floor again <laughs> and then I saw that it was back up to $60 I was like absolutely not <laughs> I'll deal with this short shower curtain um, so I put it in the wash again yesterday, yeah. thinking it has shrunk as much as it will shrink. Right. <laughs> I went to hang it up last night. It lost another six inches. What Sean. material is this made out of? <laughs> it's like pretty like terry cloth. It's very wow. decorative. Of course, there's like a plastic liner that always stays in the shower. So yeah. Not I, like the water's going to get out. I think you've had your fun with the bougie curtains. Just go back to the $3 ones from the dollar store. Like the rest right. of us. <laughs> Big day inside the office today as uh, it's, uh, the, the head man is uh, one of the head people's coming in to the station, Steph. Yes, and we haven't met him yet. He was supposed to arrive yesterday, but of course, since we arrived so early, we also <laughs> leave early. Yeah. We didn't meet him. There was like the tiniest chance we ran into him yesterday. So, of course, I, I busted out I busted out like my good outfit yesterday, and uh, and I feel like I wasted my good outfit. You didn't want to just wear it two days in a row? Is that, is that, are you allowed to do that? I don't think so, but I thought you as the bachelor, as, as Sean being his own person, probably would. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm the exception <laughs> to it. No, to be honest, I just switched out my jeans. I, everything else I'm wearing the same. Really? 
Oh my goodness! Yeah, I didn't what do you mean, know. really? You expected it. Now you're surprised. I I expected it, but I guess because the computer screen kind of only shows me your head <laughs> up, I don't see what's below your neck, so I wouldn't have ever known about your outfit. Anyway, same same underwear and everything. Oh, sure. Yeah, the lucky don't underwear. The big it. guys here. No. <laughs> the when to wash the car struggle is real, and we discovered that it was quite a dilemma for you, Sean, when you bought a car wash and then it was expiring. Yeah. It took you about three weeks to decide on the very last day to wash. Especially because of the situation that I'm in where I don't park inside or anything. And when I bought it, the weather was fluctuating between, it was around that minus five, zero range where you're just like, is it worth it? No. Yeah. Am I going to just drive up a hill and suddenly be <laughs> completely covered in mud after I just washed yeah, the car? No yeah. one drive around me and splash my car or no one drive in front of me and start spitting all that slushiness on me. Yeah. It's like you have to go 10 and just hope everybody goes around. Yeah. Give me a wide berth. You don't know what I'm going to do. That's I'm right. unpredictable on the road. Yeah. Um, I think it might be time for me to wash my giant red truck. Go for it. I, I'm looking at the long-term forecast here. I think I think you're in the clear for at least a week. All right. So I should beat the rush. I might do it on my way home from work today. I just, I bought it in September and I've never washed it. Ooh. And so like, I feel like it's time to give it some, some treatments. I'm like, yeah. ah, the spring is coming. The sun is going to shine on it. Maybe it'll be shiny under all this dirt and grime. I don't know. Yeah. But I want to. Yeah. That's fun. What are you thinking? You're going to hand wash it? You're going to do the wand wash and aut- automatic drive through? I'm going to do the wand wash. I mean, I don't want to hand wash anything because that seems like just a really cold True. experience in my driveway, True. but definitely do that wand wash. Really get in the <laughs> yeah, wheel well. Take that back. I don't think anyone's hand washing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's later in March to task. I mean, next Wednesday does say plus one, so we might see some diehards out there. <laughs> I went to the gym for the first time and I want to say four years. Four wow. years. Four wow. year hiatus. You like to say you always are working on your athletic dad bod, but not being to the gym in four years, you're doing pretty good, Sean. I will say I've worked out. I've worked out in between. Then I've worked out. I, I do like um, like o- my own body weight workouts. Oh. Uh, but like actually going to a gym I haven't done in like four years. Okay. okay. So I'm doing like push-ups, sit-ups, planks, like all the stuff that you can do just with your in your own re- residing place. Yeah. Uh, but I went, to, I went to the gym for the first time down at McDonald Island Park. And it's always a little nerve-wracking because everyone has their own routine. And mm-hmm. you don't want, I, I don't want to be the guy that just shows up and like, who's the new guy that's messing up my routine? <laughs> using my equipment when I like to do this circuit like this way. Yeah, yeah. And and so I followed like the wayfinding and everything. Locker room was a little hard. Uh, it's kind of hidden a little bit. <laughs> um, but then I found out that there was those cubby holes upstairs. I was like, okay, maybe that's my that's my way to go. Right. I don't own a lock. I mean, you could buy a lock. They're about $5, as um, is everything these days. Yeah, but the cuppy holes, cuppy holes. Okay. And, and, and so I did a Very big... Uh, I did Yeah, I did a, a big uh, a big trust uh, the other day, and I just left my stuff in an open locker. Wow. So thank you for not stealing it for me, McMurray. Love you. <laughs> Love you for not stealing my stuff. I put a lot of trust. Uh, I, I got to say, Sean, like, only do that once. <laughs> yeah, see, that's you, why I'm like, I'm like, I'm migrating to the cubby holes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Where I have an eye on it. Uh, and then, and then I don't, I don't necessarily. I haven't worked out in so long, so I just, I was a treadmill hero, mm. and that's just what I did. And I just answered, I answered like emails, and like I caught uh. up on like texts while I was just like going on the treadmill, and then like had my earbuds in and stuff. Terrible. 
That sounds like a workout work session. Kind of. And I think that's maybe how I'll treat it a little bit. Instead of like lying in bed and doing this, I'll at least begin some exercise. Okay. That's one way to do it. But don't you want your like workout time to be like, yeah, pump up. Give me some loud music. Let me focus I was on doing that. I was health. just like, rah, 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 little metal music while I'm like answering back on emails just <laughs> angrily. <laughs> um, good. Did you remember to put like the smile emojis in your emails? That's or right. were you just like, here's my death metal feelings right now. Ugh, push it on the treadmill. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A list has come out of the 10 questions people rarely answer honestly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. One of them is how much do you weigh? Oh, yeah. The interesting question I have is, who's asking you that? And uh, I haven't weighed myself in like 10 years. Me either. The last time I did it was in grade 11. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't helping my mental health, and I was like, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen a scale in a long time. I don't know how much I weigh. Is that an okay answer? Yeah. Um, how old are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's hilarious. I answer that one. I can understand why people don't. I'm always 30, though. You're Oh, then you're not answering it honestly, true, Sean. True, true. Ah, got 33, me. 33, man. Got me, got me. <laughs> um, how are you? How are you? Yeah, see, this one is interesting, I find. Because this is like a greeting. It's a greeting. Yeah. But then I feel like if you're actually having a sit down some with someone, that's when you get like a... Uh, an actual answer, but if you're just passing, like, hey, Steph, how are you? How's it going today? Good, thanks. You? You're, exactly. You're, you're in for a five-second conversation because you're just walking by type of thing. Yeah, totally. Maybe I, you need to switch up the, 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 the question for the walk by. If you want an honest answer, what would it be? I don't know. Maybe it's not even a question. Maybe it's just like, hey, Steph, nice to see you. Oh. And you just don't do a question. And then you say, nice to see you back, and you're lying? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is rather unfortunate that we ran into each other. I don't know what you're talking about. See you never. <laughs> okay, another one. Did you get my message? I, I I think I can answer that one, honestly. Yeah, you have red receipts on. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's like, you know I saw it, and then I went to bed. <laughs> you know I didn't see it, or maybe you don't, but I never see it. If I'm, if I'm eight hours later, sorry, just seeing this now. Um, <laughs> another one, a lot of standard interview questions, they say. Of course people lie on this. Tell us about a time you had a conflict in the workforce. Oh, yeah. I always turn this one um, into, I have conversations, not conflict. Oh. You know? Like, just like respect for each other. We have conversations. I always Google. What do you, what, yeah, what do you do? Well, I Google what the answer oh. is. I'm like, how can I tailor an experience like that? And then I usually say, I hate conflict. And I tell my husband about it and complain to him until it's over. <laughs> and then I get over it and continue on with life. So I don't deal with conflict. That's right. I bring it to my husband and then he has to go to therapy because all the trauma's on him. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I might have to take up a new career, Steph, because uh, I went to the golf simulator last night over at McDonald Island Park. Uh -huh. And I'm shooting on under par and that is really good are you trying to tell me that you could be the golf pro at Miskanano? no they're really good oh. they're really good <laughs> in real life i don't know what they're like on the simulator but i'm also pretty good on the simulator okay okay so what would the new career be would you be the the simulator pro would you be like shoot it like this man i was shooting for the tour i was thinking of going on the road and being on tv and stuff and, oh. and going on tour yeah i was Oh my goodness, the past two times I've gone on this simulator, I have just been under par and I have just been crushing it. It's hilarious because we go with our friend and he's very into golf. 
Yes. And he watches all the videos and he pays attention and he's like tips and tricks. He knows where to put your feet if you want to do a draw or a fade or a slice or this or that or the other. Oh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and last time we went out, I beat him by thirty strokes, and it was really bad. Holy, that's thirty a, shots. That's a lot of shots. Yeah, and but this time In golf, no only, less. Only beat him by ten shots. Okay, uh, which is still good. And, and your husband tagged along mm-hmm. last night, and it was hilarious. Uh, the last time we went, like two or three months ago. It might have been the worst golfer I've ever seen, it was, <laughs> but we had fun with it. We had fun with it. Like he got his paper swing in, like paper swing for if that's how it was. Man, he got his money's worth this time. But this go around, I want to say, have you been practicing with him? Or I something? I haven't, but maybe he's been. You buy him a simulator at, at home? Not yet, but perhaps that's his next birthday gift. He's <laughs> if he's going to get so good, maybe he could go on tour with you, Sean. He was on par with our other buddy that was there that watches all the videos. He was night and day better. It was uh, it was great to see. Wow, maybe our buddy who is failing so bad all of a sudden just needs to be a coach. You know, not really play the game anymore. We'll just text him that. We'll tell see you how, how he to res- do it. <laughs> Steph says, "I think you should be a coach and not actually golf." We'll see how he responds. Sean, I think Jamie Lee Curtis and you could be friends. Why do you say that? She is petitioning, taunting. She says. Um, bands to do matinee concerts. Oh, yeah, we could be friends. That's great. <laughs> yes, I'm on board. So Pop she, me in. She says, I'm just going to say this now as a taunt and a suggestion. You, too, do a matinee. Coldplay, do a matinee. <laughs> <laughs> what about a 12 noon concert? Coldplay, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> I love she's naming all these old bands, too. They should look into that. Do they stay up late? Are they still rock stars? Well, that's the question. And she talked about how she was nominated for an Academy Award, and she was invited to a dinner where only nominees for the awards would be there. <laughs> and she said, I declined. Why? Because mommy goes to bed early. Because 7.30 is going to be 9 p.m. before we get food. And you know what? There is nothing good happening with me after 9 p.m. Nothing. Zero, she said. Have you ever heard a version of that answer from me before? A thousand times. (laughs) The amount of times I have invited you out to do something at 7 and you're like, that's when I start preparing for my daily slumber. (laughs) It is. That's like teetering on, well, if I go out at 7 and then when are we like ending things? Yeah, but like Jamie Lee Curtis, for instance, I have to imagine she could sleep in the next day, mm. but she just wants to wants to be in her bed, just like you want to be in your bed. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. it's all about the wind down. It's all about taking care of your body, Steph. See, I love that you brought this up. I'm going to have to look more into it. Maybe I'll write her a letter. She probably appreciates letters. <laughs> she prob- <laughs> Why? Because she's old, John? No. Is that what you're saying? No, because we're just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your buzz recap from Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Keanu Reeves is on a press tour for John Wick 4, and he got pretty bashful when the ET Canada interviewer called him Canadian royalty. You are Canadian royalty. No, I'm not. (laughs) You are. No. I promise you, you are. (laughs) Oh, that's kind. Spoken like a true Canadian right there, you know, so humble, we have to do the bragging for him, and so completely opposite of John Wick as well, because John Wick's just, well, he's one of my favorite people, he's about dogs, and about wronging the people who wrong dogs, so (laughs) that's like my superhero. (laughs) And Cher is announcing an upcoming two albums. The 76-year-old says her boyfriend is a producer and a writer, and he does everything, and she's so happy about that. No kidding! He does everything. You're 76 years old. He literally has to do everything. Probably has to move your jaw up and down, too, to get some words out of there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I came across a podcast preview the other day, and it was Lance Bass. The podcast is called Frosted Tips. Hilarious. And he was doing like a little uh, advertisement for it, I guess. And I was laughing out loud. So I've just pulled a little bit of it here for you. You've come to the right place because I'm here to help. This I promise you. Oh, God. Seriously, I swear. And you won't have to send an SOS because I'll be there for you. Oh, man. And so will my husband, Michael. Um, hey, that's me. Yep, we know that, Michael. And a different <laughs> hot, sexy teen crush boy bander each week to guide you through life step by step. Oh, not another one. Mm-hmm. So tell everybody, yeah, everybody, uh. about my new podcast and make sure to listen so we'll never, ever have to say bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, it made me laugh so much. <laughs> I felt like I was like, ooh, can you find all of the hidden puns and hidden boy band songs in this advertisement? Um, but it also made me listen. Like, I actually went over ooh. to Frosted Tips and pl- started playing the first episode. I only got about 10 minutes in. I got distracted. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in that episode, he has on his first guest, which is one of his former NSYNC bandmates, okay. JC. Mm-hmm. And... He said his last name so differently than I've ever thought it was said that I have to ask you. I've always thought it was J.C. Chavez. Chavez. Vez, yeah. What is it? Okay, so it's spelled C-H-A-S-E-Z. There's no V. There is no V in there. (laughs) All right. And I always (laughs) thought it was J.C. Chavez. Oh. And he said, and I have... JC Shazay on with me. Shazay. And I was like, Shazay, who is that person? And why has, I mean, I know that he was always like, he was the fifth oldest and <laughs> kind of not the, the yeah. heartthrob of the group. Yeah. So maybe nobody ever cared to say his last name right. True. I don't know. I have never. He heard. wasn't the front of the band, okay? We cared about Timberlake, okay? Yeah, we Justin. cared a, b- a little bit about Lance. And Joey was funny. Joey was funny. Chris Kirkpatrick kind of looked like Joey, so it was yeah. a little bit confusing. But Chris JC, wasn't anything me no 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 <laughs> well jc was clearly not anything for anyone because <laughs> nobody knows how to say his last name but if you ever are in a trivia it's shazay <laughs> we got obi in the house episode three came out of canada's ultimate challenge and we got to hear about it from your perspective christian oberager is a local firefighter first responder and he's also on team orange on the show um tell us about episode three and thanks for coming Choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, episode three was um, yeah, it was a good one and a bad one. Mo and I were very disappointed with our placing on the train event, breakdown in communication, and we were kind of working against each other when we should have been in tandem. And once we got it going, we were lights out, but the damage was done already, and we are lucky that uh, Team Yellow had their little mishap, so we didn't finish dead last, and we'll take the two points and move on, and that's part of life, and you're gonna have good days at the office and bad days, and um, you know, I was very disappointed in our result, but the effort was there, right? And tell us about the team challenge that you guys had to do. I understand there were some heavy bags, and you had to kind of cross a little wooden misplaced bridge a little bit. That was a wild event. The only team that had rain was us. That's what I loved about it. Yeah, and I'm like, well, these boards are slick to begin with, and they're not. You, it was wild. Like it was a very tough, grueling event, and you had to just. I got to the point where I just started looking at the tree line because if I look down at my feet, it you can't focus on anything because all you see is rushing water, and then you see the me slip a couple times, and you know I wasn't worried about the the rigging. The rigging, I I I'm very confident in the safety of that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, where others uh, they struggle with the height. But 
we worked really well as a team and um and yeah we finished second and team blue they uh skyler and jesse and like they're animals they they just went into beast mode and they just flew and unfortunately uh, team yellow had the penalty and you know that helped us too so um you can't you have to rush it but you can't you got to be calm under pressure too right and and I'm glad Luke kind of admitted that his strategy wasn't the best one. And, <laughs> you know, we don't have all day here. We got to finish first, right? So, yeah. um, but beautiful scenery. i uh, never been to the Yukon before. I'm a big history buff, so the gold rush and being able to see that was something special to me. And just being able to kind of sightsee between um, downtime, it was, it was really cool. And, and Mo, uh, she was disappointed with her result on the, the uh, fat, fat tire bike and I mean, I couldn't, I don't think I would have done better. I would have just sunk into the sand and just start building sand castles. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're still on the top of the leaderboard and that's all that matters. And the big, uh, the big twist there at the end, that was uh, super rattling. Um, it was very emotional and set. Um, you know, you bonded as a team and any one of my teammates could have been the quote unquote MVP. Um, very honored that a Canadian Olympian selected me. Um, it is an honor, and you know it just kind of motivated motivated me for the rest of the the time we're on TV to uh, just embrace it and just you know be the leader of that team and just show my passion, intensity, and just support my team in every event they were in. Yeah, really cool. I mean, in the tandem challenge, it's a train car yeah. that is what five hundred pounds, I think they say. Yeah, and it's the hand hand pump and. If you started a certain way, you go the opposite way, as you could see in some of the some of the teams that went. And then it was just uh, it's all about being unison. And you know, it is about the strength and power. It is a full body movement. But yeah, our technique at the start was it was horrible <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah, downfall of yeah. going first in that type of situation. Hey, you're the yeah. you're the guinea pigs. I get to find out how do you maneuver this bad boy. Yeah, and like it is it is a bit of a disadvantage going first. I think you it's clear to see that throughout the show so far that if you're first, sometimes your strategy works. Other times it's like, nope, that wasn't the smartest and teams kind of see that and they change on the fly. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just part of sport, Not can't dwell on it. I'd yeah. rather be going first every time because that shows <laughs> that we're, we're finishing first. So <laughs> I don't want to be going last too often. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was interested to see um, Team Yellow with Coach Monique where um, their brake didn't get pressed down and they got a two-minute penalty. And she was really intense. I was like, oh, this is why I don't play sports. Like, yeah. I can't handle a mean coach. And she was – I don't know well, if she was mean, but she No, she's – like, she <laughs> uh, – talking to Monique um, offset, she's such a beauty. And her story is, is you know, a very good one as being an Indigenous, indigenous woman. And – just to be able to talk to her about that. Um, but yeah, she she's intense. And I think it was uh, stemmed from Hinton when they uh, picked up the wrong cash. Um, it's just like a trickle effect because they're just shooting themselves in their foot, right? Their own feet, right? So um, these these mental mistakes are costing them points, valuable points. And she knows her team is way better than that uh, to make those mental mistakes. And yeah, it was clear as day. They said, if you lift the brake off, if someone's um, off the, the cart, and it's not secured with the the blocks that's a penalty and i don't know if anyone here that's listening uh sees my reaction in the background but i'm like i was like oh no it's just me feeling bad for cully because he's such a such a beauty and you know he, he he took that on the chin and he just moved on and got better from it but 
uh, it's tough in the moment to be exposed like that. You know, going into the team challenge with the heights, it seems like there's so many height-related competitions here. I mean, even with the train, I thought going on that track, I was like, my goodness, if somebody breaks, then the other guy doesn't know he could fall off and get run over. And now this <laughs> one with the team challenge where you're going across a canyon, are you afraid of heights? Did that make you queasy at oh, all? Oh, no, I'm I'm perfectly uh, comfortable with heights. Um, as a rope technician with the FMFD, it's, you know, it's, Part of the territory like i said the only thing that kind of threw me off was uh trying to focus during the event and seeing the rushing water and then just realizing just focus on the tree line and um and just kind of help me and then using both sides to brace but yeah it's it it wasn't stable at all so <laughs> yeah they say that in serving too that when you're carrying a cup of coffee to the table don't look at it just look where you're headed <laughs> and you won't shake the coffee yeah it's hard to be, not be like but it's really full yeah that's why like in the <laughs> second episode of the tree line like most of the competitors just started focusing on the tree in front of them instead of their feet because mm -hmm. it just gives you a focal point right and just to speak on episode two there, uh, Lori on Team Red, what they didn't show on TV, she did get injured in that the hay bale event. Basically, another team kind of just rolled up on her knee, and that's why uh, you see her limping in um, on crunches on episode uh, three there in the Yukon. Uh, at the time, I, we didn't know what the severity of the injury was, but I, I think it was the MCL, ICL um, tear. Gosh. So for her to keep plugging away, um, it, it shows the, the mental toughness there for sure. Mm -hmm. What is OV afraid of? What's your fear factor? What would, some people have heights, anything, uh, what are you afraid of? I, to be honest, I, I'm afraid of being the weakest link. Uh, like I've, you know, as being a, a competitive sports guy playing football, like I never wanted to be the liability. So that just pushes me to be uh, stronger. And, you know, I'm not perfect, no one is, but I just don't want to be the, the one that causes defeats and mm -hmm. losses and and it's yeah. one of those things where like you hate losing more than you love winning type of thing like you, yeah and you like, want to set the standard of like <laughs> it, of excellence type it's a great standard but it, it's reflected on my nine-year-old daughter where we can't even go bowling anymore because she's <laughs> super competitive <laughs> so like we're we're two people yeah <laughs> my daughter's exactly me just a nine-year-old female and we're supposed stubborn we butt heads but you know i love her to death and but uh yeah we're super competitive and it's a good thing in life, right? You, you gotta, you gotta seize your opportunity and take what you want, mm -hmm. and just work hard for it. And nothing's, nothing's gonna be handed to you in life, yeah. right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So no spoilers for tonight, but episode four does come out. Um, where are you headed? Can you tell us we, that? Yeah, we're uh, headed to uh, Kelowna, BC. Uh, nice, nice area there. You can uh, drink the most wine, right? Yeah, That's probably what the yeah. ultimate <laughs> challenge is all about. Yeah, they they prelude a little. Uh, wine vineyard in that so there is something related to uh, a vineyard um, I won't tell you what the event is or uh, um, if it's a team event or whatever but <laughs> all I can say about this episode is uh, me personally a lot of the events cater to my skill set of uh, like in the strength of power and hopefully they show that on on TV and it, I was I, it's been was one of the episodes I was the most fired up on set after everything completed and it was fun it's a fun it's a fun episode and and um it's the first uh, episode where a team's eliminated mm. so um it's going to be interesting how they show that but uh in real time um the last event 
when you kind of realize what team's going to be sent home, uh, things kind of change on set, like the, uh, the emotions and it's all real, right? Uh, you know, we, we form this massive bond and to go from 24 and now we're getting less people. It's just, it's hard to see these competitors that gave it their all just be sent home. Right. So yeah. fun episode, but it's getting tough now because now points do matter and we'll see how the player swap switches things and see what teams, what coaches made the right decision and when, which coaches didn't. Right. So. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And to be a player as well, that perhaps got swapped and now is going home when they could have been on their team. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't imagine that that feels very good. No. Yeah. If you, if you're a top dog and you get sent home. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, it's, it's, that sucks. But I mean, you see it in pro sports guys get traded all the time and, um, you know, having Kenny on team orange, he's like the energizer bunny and he's just, <laughs> It's, he's just so amped up all the time and it's just like I don't know how you get this energy man like um but he's got a heart of gold we have, we still have a solid team so I'm super happy sweet Obi we appreciate it thank Best you of luck we look forward to the episode uh Canada's ultimate challenge CBC CBC gem uh I'm loving the series thank yeah. you yeah uh it's yeah it's uh <laughs> it's fun <laughs> for sure Christian where can we find you on socials at Chris uh Obi 56 so C-H-R-I-S O-B-I-E-5-6. Uh, 5-6 was my football number. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm on IG mostly promoting the show because that's where most of the castmates are. <laughs> Perfect. Well, if anybody has any questions for Christian, they can definitely send him his way. Also, you know I want to find out everything that happens behind the scenes on a TV show. So if I don't ask it, send it to me. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do the dirty work for you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Obi. No, thank you for having me. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.